0: Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Internationally famous Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beers served anywhere, proudly presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley.
2: What do you have?
1: Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst
0: Blue Ribbon.
1: What'll you have? that Blue Ribbon. And now, The Life of Riley. It's six o'clock in the evening and Chester A. Riley is arriving at his home in a somewhat unusual manner. Panting heavily, he runs down the street toward his house. And as he approaches the picket fence surrounding his lawn, without changing his pace, he hurdles it in one mighty leap. He dashes across the lawn, bounds up the porch step, throws open the front door, hurls himself into the hallway, slams the door behind him, locks and bolts. Pop,
3: what's the matter? The door. He'll never get in. I use the master padlock. Don't answer it, Junior. Why not? Shh. Don't make a sound. What's the matter, Pop? Is your mother home? No. That's a breach. What's going on? They're after me. They followed me all the way from the plant. Once they get their hands on your throat, they never let go. Who? The collection agency.
0: <laughs>
3: They've been hounding me for months. Why? For no good reason. Just because I owe money. You better open it, no, Pop. he'll go away. He knows you're in here. He saw you. Yeah. All right. had better get rid of him before your mother gets home. I don't want her to know about this. Listen, Junior, I'll hide in the living room here. You open the door and say I'm out of town. Tell him I'm out of town for the weekend. I I went to Africa. Tell him anything but get rid of him. Oh, Pop, I can't lie. What do you mean you can't lie? You've been practicing enough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just can't. Is this how I brought you up? To turn on me when I'm trapped like a rat? Now you do like I say. He won't believe me anyway. He'll believe you if you lie real good. We've got a nice honest face. Now do like I say. Go on. I'll hide in here. Okay.
4: Good evening, Sonny. Tell your father I'd like to see him.
3: Uh he's not in. Sure? Um oh yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, um
4: he's in Africa. Africa, huh? Who told you to say that? My father.
3: I'm... Now,
1: look, Sonny, there's no use lying to me. I saw him come in. Now, you tell him I'm
4: here. I uh, hey,
3: wait a minute. You can't come in here. Now, look, Sonny.
4: Now, just a minute. You heard what the kid said. Beat it. I want to talk to you, Riley. I'm from the Gold Coast Collection Agency.
3: Well, I don't have anything to do with you. You're Riley, aren't you? Uh, which one? What do you mean, which one? Uh, me or my twin brother. Your twin brother? Yeah, Chester. He, he went to Africa. Uh, come back in a couple of months. Now, look, Riley, you ain't fooling me.
1: You owe a balance of $42 for an oil painting, and if I you don't, don't pay... I don't know nothing
3: about no oil painting. Now, come well, on. Riley, I'm warning you. When my brother day, comes back from Africa. Africa. I'll so have you no for you
0: <laughs>
3: guys sure got their nerve hounding an honest citizen day and night, insulting me. Oh, then you don't owe him any money. Well, of course I do.
0: <laughs>
3: That's no reason to call me a deadbeat. More. How long you owe it? Just a couple of days, over two years.
0: <laughs> what did you want with an oil
3: painting? Well, this here artist paints oil portraits for 50 bucks, and your mother's birthday was coming up. Figured she'd like to hang it over the mantel, so I ordered one. Of Mom? No, of me. <laughs> Where's the painting? I never took it. I, it didn't look like me at all. Boy, was it homely. <laughs> Uh-huh. Lost my eight dollar deposit and then the artist put this Gold Coast collection agency onto me. Why don't you pay up, Pop? Fifty dollars? Nothing doing. If your mother ever found out I blew fifty bucks on an oil painting, she'd hang me over the mantle. <laughs>
5: mother, you're going out tonight, aren't you? Yes, Abby.
6: Well, hurry up, Riley. We'll be late for the movie.
3: I don't see why you're so anxious to go to the movies all of a sudden. I asked you to go last night and you didn't want to. Why tonight all of a sudden? Because Babs' boyfriend is coming over. Pipe down, you little stool pigeon. I'm no stool pigeon. You are so. He is not. If I wanted to be a stool pigeon, there's plenty I could squeal about. Right, Pop? Pipe down, you little stool pigeon. <laughs>
5: We're going. wait a
3: minute. Wait a minute. Don't rush me. Who's this boy that's coming over tonight?
5: Dick Franklin. Boy, I met at school.
3: Well, I don't know if I like the idea of you being here all alone with a boy you hardly know.
5: Oh, for heaven's sake, Daddy. He's been dating me three nights a week for the last two months.
3: Three nights a week? Well, how come I don't know about this?
5: Well, if you'd take a little more interest in your children.
6: I
3: don't like this. Three nights a week. It sounds like you're serious.
5: Well, I am serious.
3: You might as well go steady with him.
5: I'm going steady with him.
3: Peg, do you hear that? I suppose next she'll be telling us she's getting engaged.
5: Well, we're thinking of it. What? Oh,
6: Riley, she's just talking. Just because a boy takes her out. Yeah,
3: of when I took you out 20 years ago, I was just talking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look where we are now.
3: I'm practically a grandfather, and I haven't even been invited to the wedding. <laughs>
0: Riley, are you coming?
6: Yeah, in a
3: minute. First, I want to meet this here Sam. Dick. Yeah. And find out a few things about him.
5: Oh, Daddy, no. Well,
3: what's the matter? Are you ashamed of me?
5: Oh, oh, that's ridiculous. Of course it is.
3: Your mother wasn't ashamed to have me meet her father. And I wasn't nearly as charming as I am now.
0: <laughs> or as polished. Oh, oh that's Dick. Fine.
3: You, you show him into the living room, and then I'll come in. As soon as I find my shoes...
5: Daddy, this is Dick Franklin.
3: Well, I'm pleased to meet you. How do you do, sir? Uh, uh pleased to meet you. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
5: Uh, Daddy, if you're going to the movies. Oh, there's you... no
3: hurry. They're keeping the popcorn hot for me. <laughs> 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 well, uh, how's college? Oh, fine, sir.
5: Dick's studying medicine.
3: Oh,
1: learning how to cut up people, eh? <clears throat> well, I got a long way to go before I do that. Right now,
3: I'm busy wrestling with anatomy. Who's anatomy? Oh, Daddy! You a Los Angeles boy? No, I'm from San Francisco. Oh, Frisco, right? Eh? Your father a doctor up there?
1: No, he's in business.
3: Oh, he got his business up there?
1: Well, the head office is there, but actually his business is spread all over the country. They have a thousand branches.
3: Thousand? Hey, hey, that's not bad. Even if he only makes a dollar a week profit on each branch, it's a thousand. <laughs> Well, son, it's certainly been a pleasure meeting you. Yeah. <laughs> Drop in any time, any time. Well, good night. Have a good time, kids. And don't worry about us. We won't be home until late. Good night. Good, good night, night Mr. Riley. Peg.
6: Well, I get through with the cross-examination?
3: Peg, this boy's okay.
6: Huh. I'm glad to see you approve of one of boys that's his boyfriends for a change. Oh, I,
3: I got no objection to her having a boyfriend, as long as he's the right type of boy. You know, a boy with character, brains, ambition, initiative, and... And a rich father. Oh.
6: He's got a rich father?
3: hmm
6: Did you examine his bank account?
3: I don't have to. The old man's got a business with a thousand branches all over the country.
6: A thousand
3: branches?
6: Well, what kind of business?
3: Yeah, I didn't ask him that. Yeah, well, it must be a bank. Bank of America, maybe. <laughs> Who else has a thousand branches? Oh, you know, it's hard to believe little Babs Riley of the Brooklyn Rileys going steady with the son of a banker. <laughs> You know, Peg, I believe girls should marry young.
0: Well,
6: I don't. An hour ago, you were screaming your head off because Babs was dating this boy. Now you can't wait to get her married off.
3: Well, you've got to think of the future.
6: Babs's are yours.
3: Well, ours, too. Let's face it, Peg, I'll, I'll never be rich. Our only chance is if Babs makes a good marriage. After all, we ain't as young as we used to be. We're We're getting on.
6: You mean? Getting on. Oh, Peg,
3: you're no chicken. After all, you're close to 40.
6: I'm only 35. You're at least 39. I'm not quite 37.
3: All right, all right, so you're 38. Why do you object to Babs marrying at 18? If you're 38, you must have married me when you were 10.
0: No
6: wonder you'll never be rich. You can't even add.
3: Ten plus eighteen. Uh, oh! 18.
6: I don't want to hear any more of this silly talk about Babs getting married. Now come on. Are you taking me to the movies or not? Okay,
3: okay, let's go. I can't talk in his own house. It's supposed to be a free country, not for married men anymore.
6: Come on, come on. We'll miss the feature picture. Oh, wait a minute. Now, get away from that living
5: room. I
3: just want to go in for a minute. Something I want to ask Dick.
5: Oh, righty, please.
3: <laughs> the riot,
5: man. Dad. <laughs> well, well, Daddy, I, I thought you'd gone with Mother. Oh, uh, yeah,
3: we're, we're on our way. Oh, oh say, Dick, uh, what did you say the name of your father's bank was?
1: Bank? Yeah. My father doesn't have a bank.
3: Oh, well, I, I, I thought maybe I'd help him out, you know, throw my business to one of his branches.
1: <laughs> oh, I hope you never have business with Dad. <laughs> he runs the Gold Coast Collection Agency. <laughs>
3: Gold Coast collection agent? Yeah, you may have heard of them. Good night. What a revolting development this
0: is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You just heard the first act of The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Now, the smart question, the smooth answer. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon, what'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. When golfers total up their score, wave their hands and yell out four. The four they mean and we ain't fibbing. Four cold bottles of Pabst Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. ribbon. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. ribbon. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon. served. Anywhere. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Prove it yourself with a three-way expert's test. One, your eyes are pleased with that Blue Ribbon clearness and sparkle. Two, your nose is teased with the aroma of Blue Ribbon hops. Three, your taste agrees. Finest beer served. Anywhere. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. And now back to the life of Riley's. Starring William Bendix, says Riley, with Paula Winslow and John Brown. Life has gone on. We find Babs' romance with Dick flourishing.
5: Mother. Mother. But Babs, are you and Dick still here? I thought he's taking you out to dinner tonight. Well, he is, but there's been a change. I mean, he wants you and Daddy to come along, too. Tonight? Yes. Dick's father got in from San Francisco today, and he has got to have dinner with him. And he said, would I mind? And I said, no. And then he said, would you and Daddy like to come along, too, and meet his father at the hotel? Well, I guess
6: Dick is serious.
5: I guess so. You'll come, won't you, Mother?
6: Oh, I, I, I don't, dear. Well, you
5: like Dick, don't you? Well, yes. Well, doesn't but... Daddy like him?
6: Oh, yes. This is one boy he approves of. Oh,
5: well, then what's wrong? Well,
6: I, I haven't got a thing to wear.
5: Oh, Mother, don't be silly. Your blue dress with the rhinestone is perfectly all right. I'll go and tell Dick. We have to be there at 7.30. Thanks. Well, there's Daddy. Oh, hello, thanks.
3: Supper ready? I could eat a wolf.
5: Daddy, hurry and get dressed. We're all going out to dinner.
3: No, no. Nothing doing. I want to eat home.
5: We're being treated, dear.
3: Where's my new suit?
5: <laughs> Who's treating us? Dick, your father's in town. He wants us to meet him. I ain't going. But Riley! And you
3: ain't going. And Beds ain't going. Nobody's going.
5: Daddy, don't shout. Dick will hear you. He's in the living room. Well, get him out of here
3: before I throw him out. Are you crazy? I don't want Bev to have anything to do with him or his father.
5: But but why? Why?
3: Well, never mind why. I I got good reason. You tell that boy you're through with him.
6: What's the matter with you anyway? Only yesterday you were drooling over his
3: father's branches. Uh, (laughs) That was yesterday. Tomorrow I may be hanging from one of them. (laughs)
6: What are you talking about?
3: I ain't going. I have made up my head.
6: Oh. Stop acting ridiculous. You never even met the man.
3: No, and I never intend to. Not as long as I can keep my twin brother in Africa.
5: Your twin brother? Yes. In Africa? Yes. Oh,
6: Mother. Uh, Riley, dear. What's uh, the Here's a
3: nice No, Now, wait couch. a minute. Don't, no, don't. don't! don't no, no, there. no. You think I'm crazy, huh? But I know what I'm talking about. I've got reasons.
6: Well, then tell me what they are.
3: Oh, I ain't that crazy. <laughs>
6: now, listen, Mommy. I've stood all I'm going to. You're going to this dinner, so you might as well make up your mind to it.
3: Now, look, Peg. I had a hard day, and I don't want no arguments. Besides, I ain't hungry.
6: You just said you could eat a wolf.
3: Okay, but I meant home cooked.
0: <laughs> I ain't mean- cooked. Come.
3: me for months, sends his leeches after me. He won't leave me alone, and she wants me to have dinner with him yet. If, I, if he finds out I'm my twin brother, I'm dead.
4: Oh, there. Glad I ran into you.
0: <laughs>
4: oh, it's you. Yes, it is I indeed. Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs>
3: well, you came to the right place.
4: Your dear spouse said you'd be out here in the backyard. She asked me to tell you to come into the house. Oh,
3: she did. Huh? The only way she'll get me in the house is to carry me in.
4: Now I see why she asked me. <laughs> What's wrong, dear Chuck?
3: Oh, well, she wants me to go to dinner with Bev and her boyfriend to meet the boy's father, and I don't want to go. Why not? Well, I... Oh, no, no, you tell it around. Sir. Perish the thought. Oh, uh, you, you come in contact with a lot of people. Oh.
4: The people I come in contact with will never repeat it, believe me.
0: <laughs>
3: well, Okay. Did you ever hear of the Gold Coast Collection Agency?
4: Oh, yes, they're a big concern. I use them myself occasionally. You do? Oh, yes. In my business, I run into quite a few (laughs) deadbeats. But one nice thing about my line, even if I lose money in every deal, I always operate in the black. Well, this
3: agency's been after me for months. Peg don't know. And I found out the boy's father runs this outfit.
4: Oh, I begin to
3: understand. Leeches, that's what they are. Hound you night and day, drag you to court. If you don't pay, they put you away.
4: It's different in my business. No pay, no put away. <laughs> Besides,
3: what will happen if I go there and this guy recognizes me? All I need is for Peg to find out. Oh, Riley, how could he
4: recognize you? Well, You're just a name in a file. He's the head of a big company with thousands of employees. He doesn't bother with the actual collecting.
3: Hey. Hey, that's right. I never thought of that. Sure. Maybe I'd better go. Peggy's getting suspicious. Then
4: hurry. Don't let the grass grow over your feet.
3: (laughs) Okay, I'll go. Gee, Digger, why can't I think these things out for myself? You're always getting me out from under.
4: That's more than I do for most people. (laughs) Well, you. I'd better be shoveling off.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> more coffee, anybody? Oh,
0: no, thanks, Mr. Franklin. Mrs. Riley? No,
3: thank you.
2: Mr. Riley?
3: Well, I'll, I'll have another cup if you insist. <laughs>
2: there you are, Mr. Riley. How about a cigar? To go with
3: it. Oh, well, if you say so, Mr. Franklin. Thanks.
2: Well, you seem more relaxed now, Mr. Riley. <laughs> you know, when you first got here, you seemed quite tense.
3: Well, I, I had a very nervous day, riveting over a hot airplane.
2: Dick, would you call room service and tell them to come and get the table? Right, Dad.
6: Oh, my, this is a lovely suite. Are you going to be in town long, Mr. Franklin? No, no, just a
2: few days. I came down to check up on our local office. Collections have been falling off badly.
3: (laughs) Well, I guess you can't collect from every guy,
2: huh? Oh, yes, you can. (laughs) You can? That's the theory I operate on. That's how I built this business up out of nothing in the old days when I was doing the actual collecting, there was no such thing as a delinquent account, and we didn't have to go to court either. Of course, we can't use the same tricks today. It's illegal.
3: (laughs) Tricks? Uh, What what, what kind of tricks?
2: Well, suppose you owed a bill, Riley. Me?
3: (laughs) 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 Uh, That's a hot one. I I pay my bills. I, I mean...
2: No, let's just suppose...
3: Daddy, Mr. Franklin's just giving
5: a hypothetical example. Oh, Riley, you're flicking
3: ashes in your coffee? Huh? I, I, I thought it was sugar. No.
0: Uh,
5: here's the
3: sugar deal.
2: Oh, All right. You refuse to pay. We send you a few letters. You ignore them. We call
3: at your house. You won't let us in the door. And then? You shadow me to my job and threaten to tell my boss. That's right. How did you know? Well, I, I, uh, uh well, well, but that is. Dear. Uh, huh?
6: Watch what you're
3: doing with that lump sugar. Well, I, I'm, I'm only putting it in the coffee.
6: Well, take the
3: paper off first. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just don't like my coffee too sweet.
0: Well, to continue,
3: nothing seems to work. We can't get a cent out of
2: you. Not even a threat of court action. All right. Now we play our trump card to force you to pay up.
3: I know. You pull my nails out with pliers. <laughs>
2: One fine morning, you look out the window, you see a sound truck outside your house with loud speakers pointing in every direction. We ring your doorbell and we give you one last chance. We say to you, Riley, are you going to pay up? No. (laughs) All right. We switch on the machine. The next thing everybody in your neighborhood hears is, Riley is a deadbeat. He doesn't pay his bills. Riley.
3: Excuse me, I... I got carried away.
0: My
6: husband's been working very hard lately. He is a little tense.
3: I'm a nervous
2: wretch. (laughs) Ah, you'd pay up, all right. Of course, we can't pull that kind of stunt today. The law.
3: Oh, gee, what a shame.
5: Daddy, you're stirring your coffee with your cigar.
3: (laughs) The cigar's a little dry.
6: (laughs) Oh, my. It it sounds like fascinating business, Mr. Franklin.
2: Oh, it is. It is. The thing I like about it is you learn a lot about human nature. I'd be surprised at the excuses these these deadbeats think up for not paying their bills. Oh,
5: I'll bet they're weird.
2: Oh, weird isn't the word for it. Hey, I'll show you. Where's my briefcase? There it is, Dad. Thanks. I've got some typical cases in here. A <laughs> uh, local office sent them up this afternoon. Supposed to be our worst cases. Absolutely uncollectible.
0: <laughs> I had my doubts
2: and I wanted to check. I haven't had a chance to look at them yet. No, no. Well, let's see now. Here. Let's take this one here. The amount is $42. $42. (laughs) Over two years now for an oil painter. Now let's see some of his excuses. Uh, (laughs) Here we are. (laughs) This is a Lulu. 30 years in the business, but I've never come across one like this. (laughs) This fellow claims he doesn't owe anything. It's his twin brother who just left for Africa.
0: (laughs)
3: It could happen. Lots of guys go hunting in Africa. Oh, come now, Riley. Hunting snails? Take another file. After all, it's only $42. Oh, no,
6: no. Let's hear more about this one. It sounds so ridiculous.
2: Well, if you're really interested... Yeah, but it's getting late, Peg.
3: Maybe we... Oh, it's only nine. All
2: right, let's see now. Listen to this. November 1st, he said he can't pay because his wife is expecting a baby. (laughs) November 7th, November 7th, he said his wife just had the baby. <laughs> November 15th, he said he's getting married, needs money for a honeymoon.
0: <laughs> Who is this character,
2: Dad? <laughs> well, his name is, let's see, it must
3: be on the folder here. I... Oh, oh, well, excuse me, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. It was stupid of me to spill my coffee like that. Did I stain your suit? No,
2: just on the folder. Oh, uh,
3: well... Here, let me mop it up Oh, that's uh. all right,
2: Riley uh, Here's the name It's, uh, uh... I can't quite make it out it's kind of blurred Yeah,
3: well, I, I must have smeared it when I wiped up the coffee Well, uh, here, can you make out this name, Riley? Huh? Well, uh... uh Kasiowski? <laughs> no,
2: no, I don't think that's
3: it Uh... uh, 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 uh Clyden Fruger? <laughs> no uh-uh. Uh, Smith
1: Well, it doesn't matter.
2: I don't think you'll ever collect from this bird, Dad. Well, it's not the money, it's the principal. Frankly, I don't know what to do about it. Uh,
3: Well, well, I'll tell you what I'd do. Oh, what's that? I'd forget all about it. Why keep hounding the poor guy? Well, I... Did you ever stop to think the reason he don't pay is maybe he just ain't got the money? Maybe he's got a wife and a couple of kids to support and he can't do it on his salary. Maybe he used up all his savings to get his boy's teeth straightened. Or maybe he wants to buy his wife some new clothes so she won't have to wear that same crummy blue dress with the rhinestones every time she goes <laughs> Sure, he makes phony excuses, but that's because he's too stupid to think of good ones. <laughs> so if you want to know what i do, I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd tear up this file like this. Well, look, you can't... In a thousand pieces. But... There.
0: There. Daddy. There. Oh, Riley, don't.
3: You
2: shouldn't have done that, Riley. It's the only copy we have.
3: Lucky for you, I did. How would you be able to live with yourself if you keep hounding this poor, sweet guy till one day he can't stand it no more? He goes home, takes a gun, and the next thing you know his brains are splattered all over the living room.
2: Oh, he wouldn't do that.
6: Maybe not, but his wife would.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, and take it from me, she's the girl that can do it. So. <laughs>
1: We'll be back in just a moment. But right now, let's take a quick musical trip to Blue Ribbon Land, to places around the world where folks enjoy internationally famous Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Ready now? See how many you can get. That's right, Hawaii. That's right. Hawaiians enjoy that smooth as a hula Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beers served anywhere. Now... South America is right. Another Blue Ribbon continent where internationally famous Pabst Blue Ribbon is served and enjoyed. Next. Texas!
2: That's
1: right, that's right. The great state of Texas. Yes, all over America, all over the world, folks enjoy that number one international favorite, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served anywhere. It's the beer the whole world knows about. And remember... The quality that has carried that fame around the world is yours for the asking. So next time somebody asks, what did you have? Give them the world's best answer. That smoother, smoother, smoother Pap Blue Ribbon beer.
3: I still don't see what you're sore about. Now go to sleep.
6: Well, you had no business throwing away $50 on an oil painting in the first place. Oh. And in the second place, the way you behaved with Mr. Franklin... Babs will never forgive you. I
3: don't see what she's sore about. What else could I do?
6: Oh, the poor child was so embarrassed.
3: She'd have been a lot more embarrassed if Franklin had found out I was the guy in the file. Anyway, what's the difference? Dick took her out again tonight. He's so crazy about her, he'd still go for her even if I had two heads. (laughs) What are you looking at me like that for?
6: I was just counting.
0: (laughs)
1: Hey, Riley, yeah. a couple of Americans met each other on an island in the Pacific. And do you know what one of them said to the other?
3: Oh, sure, Mr. Wellington. I read about it in the paper. Oh, no, Riley.
1: Now, these were a couple of G.I. Joe's. One of them said to the yeah, other... Yeah, I, I get
3: it. He said, what do you have, Mac? And the other fellow says, quick as a flash, I'll take a can of that smoother, smoother, smoother Pabst Blue Ribbon.
1: Right. The finest beer, served anywhere what do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Smoother,
2: smoother, smoother flavor. Death and sparkle, mint and
0: flavor. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. Pabst Blue Ribbon, dear.
1: What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Reuben Shipp and Alan Lipscott. Music by Lou Coslock. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger Odell is John Brown. Babs is Barbara Eiler. Junior is Bobby Ellis. Franklin is Lou Merrill. And Dick is Gil Stratton Jr. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Freck. The Life of Riley is brought to you by the Paps Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Set you' your way with the best wishes of Pabst Blue Ribbon dealers from coast to coast. See you next week. Jimmy Wallington speaking.
3: This is Riley again, Bill Stearns next on NBC.